Welcome back to Acts with Pod. We've got all three of us together again. Um, as always, on the vocals, it's me, Gina, the dream maker, the visionary, the Barry Gordy um, of this Motown. That's me. Um, on bass, as always, keeping the beat, the, the heartbeat of the pod, we've got Anne. Anne. Hello. Yeah. How are you doing, buddy? Hi. Good. Yeah. Happy, happy to be with, happy to be talking, talking with y'all. Oh. And our listeners. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Hello, everybody. That's right. <laughs> Hello, nobody. <laughs> everybody and nobody. Same time. All right. And on keyboards. And occasionally strings, but this time... We're keeping it to keyboards. We've worked it out. You're comfortable yeah, there. I mean, I feel like we've kind of come full circle. That's right. We've had some ups, we've had some downs, and things are yeah. We're, we're not on the right track now. Keyboard yeah. feels like, you know, like coming home. That's right. I mean, I feel like you found your strength there. Again, we are back to work on even further down the downward spiral. And um, and I think that's going to work really well with our topic today because we are going even further down the psyche, the American yeah. psyche, Ooh. the political Ooh. psyche. Ever yeah. heard of it? And you know how you get there by going even further <laughs> down <laughs> the downward spiral places everyone else is too scared to go not us <laughs> right in that juicy gray mess that's right I can only see your mouth on. sorry <laughs> okay well <laughs> <laughs> good to know I'll try to make it interesting <laughs> oh okay yeah I guess I can see all better I had to Expand the screen a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely our problem, man. <laughs> about the size of my thumb. I was trying to see y'all on a screen the size of my thumb. So well, uh, everything's been going really smoothly tonight with with all of our tech. Oh my God, are you watching us? Are you trying to talk to us on the mini TV? You uh, won by selling the most coupon gold books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God. Do you remember that in middle school? Like, hey, everybody, we're going to have a pumped up selling uh, pitch and gym. Hey, don't you want to sell $5 tens of brittle to <laughs> your grandparents? <laughs> no, even better. <laughs> Wouldn't. Do you want to walk around your neighborhood exposing yourself to predators and the like, yeah. trying to sell off-brand candy that's been in a warehouse God knows how long, coupon yeah. books yeah. to places you've never heard of, no yeah. one's ever heard of. Magazine subscriptions to... Yeah, I'm gonna... The public school system has always been in great shape. Yeah. <laughs> when, when it's like... Like they're like whatever, nobody cares. Just yeah, get the kids to sell it, and we'll get we'll get the textbooks. Fine, uh, just get the kids to walk around. Well, and you know what? Here's the thing, and that is why the real enemy is uh, socialism and a 
And uh, yeah, any sort of security net. God forbid we uh, try to finance uh, public education. I think it's a much better option to put your six-year-old out there selling <laughs> dicky old ashy candy bars to sexual predators. I can't tell you. You open them up and they're like all white and speckled. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure white. And I can't tell you how many times people ask me to come inside their house. And I was like, you know what? I watch Dayline with my mom. I'm not coming inside. I don't care. I don't want to win that mini TV. Look, yeah. It's like, it's like it was like Nobody the fun era. Where it's like you watched Unsolved Mysteries, but you were still expected to. Yeah. Just really get out there with strangers. Just yeah. really do it. Yeah, seriously. I mean, there, there's a lot of school. freedom. It was a, you know what? And again, I'm glad we're studying all of this stuff because we're talking about mind games today. <laughs> a lot of mind games being played politically. And what we're hoping to do here on Axelpod is we are a comedy history political history podcast where we take something that has been in the news and we put it in a larger historical context. But, you know, when we started this podcast, and I say this every week now, but we didn't know it was the end times. How could we have known? Right? Well, yeah, I mean, we had a pretty good idea. But um, but we didn't know the chaos was going to go real fast and it was going to come uh, pace really pace really um i think even if you kind of you know like mentally like you know logically understand something it still can like kick you right in the crotch when it actually happens like surprise it's like when you're like when you're pregnant you're like i know i'm gonna give birth but there's not a way to prepare yourself for giving birth if you've never given birth do you know what I mean? Right. But also, yeah. even even after you've given birth, you're still like, that's weird. That well, doesn't make like, sense. Well, and then your brain slowly starts to hide little bits of it away. No, it doesn't. You know, Not and- for everybody. <laughs> no. Well, you did it twice, no. Anne, so I don't know how you managed yeah, it. Yeah, I know, but I, I, was, I was like, oh, God, here we go again. This is going to suck. <laughs> it's, it's very weird. And it did. And it was horrible. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, so you're going to be writing those cards and selling them on Etsy or... I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. If anybody needs to talk about their upcoming birth, yeah. just shoot Anne an email at um, axapod at gmail. I'm a doula these days. Yeah, birth aspirations. So. <laughs> yeah. Birth aspiration stories. I hate it. I hate every second of it. <laughs> This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Not really, but... Yeah. No, it's all right. But, um, you know, the point being is that, yeah, chaotic time, here we are. So, um, granted, there's a a million stories that we could choose and then, you know, trace the, the lineage of this, but I think what's important right now and what has been important for me, what's been helpful for me and for us is, you know, I I feel like it has been so chaotic that it's hard to, like, just sort of get a handle on it and and make it understandable. Like, how is this happening? How are people 
whose job it is to manage this chaos, allowing this to happen. Like, who's in charge here? Like, the way I describe it is, like, if I were, like, if I were in uh, Kroger and there was a three-year-old running around with a knife and nobody (laughs) did anything about it, I'm like, is there not one person other than me? Who should be talking about this? Like, is there a a manager, you know? Or just another concerned citizen. Right. Just anybody. I was like, I'm not super comfortable with kids. I'm not, you know, like, why does this, why, where did this child get this knife? I mean, and not just me worried about getting stabbed. The child may be injured. Are we all comfortable (laughs) with this? Like, you know what I mean? And so I feel like, you know, the, the I'm at this point where I'm like, there is a toddler with a knife. Is nobody going to say anything? Am I the only one who's <laughs> seen this? Am I hallucinating? Other people have mentioned it. Like, yeah. So it's time to maybe step in and be that. Right. Some intervention might be yeah. required. Right. And so I feel like at this point, the, at, the, at the very least, we can say, you know what? I see that toddler with the knife. All right. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I'm not going to tackle yeah. it, but I see it. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah. It's upsetting. You're right. Well, you know, like if you touch that toddler with a knife, like you're going to get hurt probably too. Yeah. You know, like putting yourself in danger. You're not supposed to touch toddlers no. that don't belong to you. No, no, no. And also, it has a knife. Right, look. Cons- God, I mean, this situation is fraught. It's fraught <laughs> all the way around. But what I can do for you is confirm that there is, in fact, a toddler there with a the knife. Right. We can do this together. We all see it. You're not, you're not, uh, you're not hallucinating. No. This is real. This is happening. And I'll try, I'll try to find a manager. But, um. Yes. They're in the soup aisle. I just won't get soup today. I just won't. I won't. I won't. I'll avoid that aisle. <laughs> I'm not going to take a picture of it or anything. I'm not going to put it on my Instagram and try to blow it up. I'm going to I'm going to walk away, find a manager, do the right thing. But and I will tell you that yes indeed I see it as well. Here's the point. So, <laughs> yes, we all agree something totally crazy is going on and um we're just trying to validate that for you. And we're also going to show you that it is part of a larger pattern. It is manipulative. And once you see it, I feel like you're going to feel a little bit more in control. That's it. Okay. Great. I like that. I like that. How do you feel about that, Anne? Not great. Really? Because I, like I feel it, like I'm you know, already, I've, I'm there. I'm already there, already man. There? I already see it. And I don't even know. I already see it. <laughs> that's that's how that's what that's the plane I'm on, man. Yeah, man. you don't even need to take that ride. With you, you don't even need a harder sell. Like I already sold it. Yeah. All right. You had her at toddler with a All knife, right, buddy. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know what to tell you. I'm so touched. Okay. So what? I want to talk to you guys about, and I feel like y'all are going to be really comfortable with this, and you're going to you're going to have heard it before, and all of our collective therapy sessions. 
Mm -hmm. Um, It's a psychological term called projection. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. And uh, you will not be surprised to learn that um, it is used politically quite often. Um, And it's used when people are in a, a state of distress when they're trying to shift blame or guilt and when they're doing yeah. something yeah. totally whack or stupid or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun thing. It's a fun thing. Right. Yeah. And, um, Mm-mm. yeah, um, everybody, thing. everybody does it to a certain degree. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, the times when I have actually caught myself projecting, you know, my bad intentions or my bad behavior onto another person are the times when I was, you know, the most out of control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's when it was, that was when there was only one set of footprints in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> And that's because I was on Satan's shoulders. Yeah, he was giving me a ride. And we were sharing a... It wasn't footprints, it was hoofprints. And we were sharing a crack pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I have to keep reminding Satan it's just one puppy. It was it was horse feeding me expired candy from 1988. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you should mention that because the reason people use production usually is because they feel a little bit defensive, and usually they happen to. Um, when something, they feel a little <laughs> defensive about something, and so they keep seeing yeah. fl- flaws that would uh, that would apply to them in everybody You're else, right. <laughs> even if it sure. doesn't apply to anybody yeah. else. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when something that like your transgression is just so like up at the surface of your mind and you're analyzing your own behavior like maybe you don't want to get found out <laughs> and you're thinking about like what are my tells here right and then you look around and suddenly everyone is doing that for example <laughs> right does that make sense why is everybody so fucking paranoid <laughs> for example <laughs> Projection, uh, it it has a really good, uh, it, it finds homes in conspiracy theories. They live together very, uh, for example, if you've ever wondered, like, you know, that whole sort of like QAnon and the pedophile ring that was in the bottom, like in the basement of a pizza yeah. shop. And then you're like, you know, there oh, was right. an actual pedophile ring with like Jeffrey Epstein this whole time. And you're like, Uh, yeah, Yeah. Uh you can just redirect that energy to real life. (laughs) Right. To what's really happening. There's in fact a pedophile Island with some (laughs) weird high profile. (laughs) Weirdo golden temple on it. 
Like, oh. yeah. Like, you can do that right Way weirder than a pizza shop, honestly. Right. So, you know? so why, why would you have, why would you chase down this conspiracy? Do you know what I mean? It's like, eat a pit yeah. and all, yeah. it's like. It's like reality is actually crazier than what you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Well, for there to be an island versus a pizza shop. It's like a weird protective mechanism. It's like rather than face what would be really disturbing, which is the fact that powerful people are completely immune to yeah. right, like that they can they can very literally get away with anything, and they can rape and murder whoever they want, and it's totally cool. Right. I mean that that yeah. there is no justice that there are people living above the law. Like rather than actually face that. You know, there's people that are invested in these, like, these stories that are completely fabricated. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, it's like if you if you put any of that energy into what we know is true, that you, you might actually be able to put enough pressure to get some, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or let's say, let's say you were the, I don't know, the president. And you had been to parties where there were you know people who were underage what? sex slaves no. essentially That's so weird. I'm just spitballing Gina I'm just spitballing right. okay then so, maybe yeah, like, if yeah. there was some story out there about you know your opponents being part of something else at a pizza place right. And that might, you might be like, hey, we really ought to look into this because it's totally possible that somebody could be doing this. Because, like, because we are. I, for I sure. know about it. Right. <laughs> well, and here's the yeah. thing. So, I'm, so we're just using that as an example. But, um, but here's like a definition that you would get off of, you know, get off just the internets. Psychological projection. Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, you get it right off. You get it right off of the <laughs> encyclopedia that they put on the internet. <laughs> Psychological projection is a defense mechanism in which the human ego defends itself against unconscious impulses or qualities, both positive and negative, <laughs> by denying their existence in themselves. While attributing them to others. So, right. And um, now here's the thing is that the, where it's, the thing about projection, like Freud argued that it was like a maladaptive behavior because it can't, it can't exist in reality. You're going to be found out. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when you mentioned Trump, for example, is that he he projects quite a bit. And, you know, like he calling people criminals, for example, or calling, you know, that the. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like he can't, you can't. Or liars. Right. But of course, all of those things can be attributed to himself. And so the only way that that could be effective for him is that, oh, I have actually have a direct quote about this. 
Alright, okay. Um, psychologists regard rejection as a maladaptive defense mechanism, whereas more adaptive defense mechanisms distorts only what a person believes about himself. Projection distorts external reality, so people who do it uh-huh. run the risk of reality eventually catching up with them. The only way to prevent them from happening is to convince enough people that their projection is real. And the reason that it works in, like, the case of... It sounds like a, a cult leader then. Well, that's exactly it, right, is that the reason that it yeah. works in the current Republican Party is that they stand by Trump. They don't, there is, they don't believe him. It doesn't matter either way. Right. And, um, so, but before we get there, I just wanted to clarify a little bit more about the psychological, I mean, did you want to get into Carl Jung? I mean, are we going there? Yeah, yeah, sure. I love it. Take me Go on that it. journey. Okay, guys. That yearny. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <Mm-mm>. No. <laughs> yearny. I don't like that. <laughs> you the do. midnight train going anywhere. <laughs> well, so, like, uh, I mean... The I, I think the only difference between Freud and Jung is that, you know, like, Jung always put it in terms of there being, like, a personal battle between, like, you know, like, a, like a, the good and bad in yourself and that, like, with projection, there was, like, when you would point out, I guess it's like when you would always believe that your girlfriend was cheating on you, but you were the one who was always cheating. It was like your inability to accept about yourself that you just could not be faithful. Right. And so like, yeah. And then you think everyone else must be doing it. Right. right? Well, and that's the thing. So it affects the way that you look at the world. Right. So, like, if you don't have the ability to do something, like, it's the, it's actually the inability to imagine that anybody else could do something better than you in this case. But maybe, yeah, I guess, yeah. It, because, like, if I can't, if I can't be faithful, how can anybody else? They must be having right. the same exact feelings as I am. So it's that, like, sort of theory of mind almost thing. Well, and that's what's so funny is that, you know, we have talked about this before where when people say they just can't imagine anybody that would have a motivation that wasn't financial, for example, like they just can't see yeah. like another like that anybody would have a motivation where they're like, well, you can't just want like conservatives saying like you can't. Yeah. Like, like progressives don't want power like, specifically to get kids fed. Like that doesn't make any sense, you know. Yeah. Right. They just want like to just run anybody, the country into the ground. It, anybody on quote welfare, it must be abusing it. You know, because yeah. why else who you know, who's gonna that's what you do. You try to get money however you can. Right? right. Yeah, no, I see where you're going. Right. Like the, Is that with the projection kind of the thing. Right. Yeah. Like a projection. <laughs> no, I mean but because yes. you're the only thought is like your only thought is, of course, like, you know, how would I behave in that situation, right? 
Right. So it's like really difficult to say, well, maybe that's how you would behave. But if you had three young kids who were starving, you might behave differently. Yeah. Right. You, you might. Yeah. You know, you <laughs> might, I don't know. You might. You might want access to health care. I don't know. I mean, maybe. But that's the thing. I mean, there, to say that there aren't people out there who would, you know, take advantage of any money that they could to, who know? I mean, there's always the worst case scenario. There's always bad people out there. But like, again, what they, what any psychologist would say is like, that's more revealing about you. Right. Exactly. Right. You know, right. and, mo- exactly. and most yeah. people that if you if you literally can't imagine anybody doing something <laughs> good just for good sake, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. Then wow, that's that's pretty intense. That's a pretty intense worldview. Yeah, I mean, most people. Nope. Yeah, again, most people like when they accept the help, they actually really are trying to take care of their elderly parents or children or disabled people. They're not, like, trying to just take a check and, like, locking them up in a yeah. small room under the house and, like, some weird Lifetime movie. And, again, if that's what you think, you need to, like, talk to somebody about that. Like, again, that's... Right. I mean, I watch a lot of true crime and even me, that's, like, not what I think people are doing anyway. <laughs> right. Like, I actually kind of believe people love their kids and they don't want to see them starve. <laughs> But it's just like a weird thing I'm into. <laughs> but um, so, but then here, in the, so you're like, okay, thanks for talking about projection. Um, you know, I covered that after I broke up with my abusive ex-husband. Sure. Where, how, how does this? How does this apply to all of us? Right. Obviously, we know Trump is projection. But here's how it applies to a larger audience. All right. And this is, this again, this is Carl. Jung. <laughs> Jung. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is Surprisingly, a, it starts with a J. Surprisingly. It does. I'm just kidding. Can you believe it? I can't. And yet, here we are. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, a little longer quote, so. All right. Just... You're already rolling your eyes, Cezanne. I don't know why that's necessary. I mean, listen, just get on with the quotey quote. (laughs) Are you telling me to just get into it? Okay. Just do it. All right. Just get it over with. This tendency of scapegoating to occur on a collective level can have dangerous consequences for a society. All right, so the, uh, those unwilling are unable to face up to their shadows, which as Jung would say, like if you're, your shadows would be, if you're attributing other, the, the things you can't face about yourself to other people, other groups of people, mm. are easy prey for collectivist movements, which have ready-made scapegoats in the form of political opponents members of different ethnic groups or socioeconomic classes scapegoating at the level level uh, of collectives or in other words projecting our problems onto groups of people who differ from us proves attractive for several reasons it allows us to avoid the damage to our personal relationship which occurs when Mm. we use someone close to us as a scapegoat furthermore given that our interactions with members of the scapegoated group 
are usually limited, we do not risk awakening to the realization that these people Mm -hmm. are not nearly like the distorted image of them we hold in our psyche, which makes sense because the people who are like usually most like cold hearted and talking about like the border and everything else, like are nowhere near the border have never even met right. anybody from like Central America. So it's like if you talk to Texans yeah. or like it's not an issue. We do not have an immigration problem, you know, but it's like Yeah. Well it's well, I mean but do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we, if you have talked to somebody But yeah. how Texan are they? Is what I meant. But I'm saying like in Brownsville, nobody's <laughs> like we need to build a wall. Like it's not an issue. Yeah. But no. if you talk to some but it's it's always the people that are like so far removed that you know, they, right. they feel like there's, like, this fear attributed to these, like, hordes that they believe are coming across the border. And it's, like, that's... Sure. You know, it's, yeah. like, the furthest removed. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, the yeah, the whole... Yeah, the immigration panic. Like, that's something new. God. Yeah, that hasn't no. been happening since no. the beginning of time. Anyway, for, <laughs> furthermore, usually we do not risk awakening to the realization that uh, these people are not nearly like the distorted image of them that we hold in our psyche. And scapegoating in a group level is made easier by the fact that own, our own weaknesses and flaws may in fact behave in ways that provide legitimate reasons for indignation. Um, so there you go. But that's why it's, uh, again, it's really popular that if you feel like at this point where, you know, in the last 40 years where we haven't had increasing wages, we're not doing as well as our parents, our futures aren't great, we've got like huge debts from education and people, we just don't have pride of place like we used to, we don't have, and it's like, I yeah. could accept that as some, like that's something I could accept about myself or I could project that feeling I have that I don't I can't really explain onto somebody else. Yeah. And right. Right. If somebody for political gain wanted to oh I don't know direct that antagonism towards another group in order to you know, again, secure a vote, etc. Yeah. Even if it's incredibly yeah. dangerous. Right. And not true. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you're, I, you're describing, I mean, I'm, I, so many historical points come to mind, you know? This is, this is how crazy tragedies happen, you know? I mean... From Jonestown to the Holocaust to, I mean, I mean, any col- war, colonialism, basically. yeah, well, yeah, everything, okay. all of it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, that's but that's what I mean, and it 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 is such a, it, I mean, it is such a useful tactic, but and you would think at this point, like with the access to the information we have, we can read. I mean, and then there have been people who recognize it immediately who are like, no, we, we've seen this tactic before. It's not legitimate. Please don't use it again. You know, yeah. like, it's cruel. And yet it, like, it still works, you know, like. Sure. Yeah. So. Well, it works because everybody does it 
you know? It's like a, it's a thing inside us all. <laughs> well, then, yeah. <laughs> okay, so okay, so this might be interesting. So what I wanted to... Um, well, I did read an article that I think that you might find interesting where we were talking about how when you, like, we were talking about when you look through a different lens and the author was talking about how um, the first time she noticed it, the sort of, because she she's more left-leaning and she was like, I just... Like, what she couldn't understand was, like, do people really believe, like, when when they were talking about, like, Obama and the Jade Helm right. and putting people in the FEMA oh. camps? And do you, do you remember this? The J- yeah. I don't want to know. What's the Jade Helm? Oh, he... Uh, yeah, go ahead, say one. What is it? Well, I don't, I don't remember it exactly, but it was, like, about the... The military, like, um, exercises. Yeah, here, I'll look. Where, where was it? It was in Texas. I mean, like, even... Yeah, no, I know. I just don't remember what town it was. Yeah, and not only that, but, like, it was also boosted by, like, you know, Russian websites, too. Um, And this happened or didn't? Yeah, it really happened, and nobody knows. Yeah, it really happened. That's why we're talking about it. Oh my. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you talking about me? I don't know. The shadow selves? No, that's That's okay. (laughs) Is this a Game of Thrones metaphor? Are you? I don't watch are you that show. Are you just to be in? She must just be pulling our leg. Are you yoking? We've been talking about it. <laughs> it's a yoke to you. <laughs> is, this all, is this whole thing just a yoke to you, Anne? Yeah, you know what? I need to go for the yugular right now. <laughs> We've been talking about Carl Jung all my long. Here we Well, I know. I thought it was Jung, but the way y'all were going on, I was like, do they know something I don't? Do they know something I don't? And then I was like, no, we were just. And we were just going on that journey together, and we thought that you were there with us. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. I, I thought this was a yoink, but it's <laughs> an adventure. Come to find out. At some point, you just. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Although, you know what? No, but when you were talking about shadow selves, I was like, this, oh, this sounds very D&D. You know, like this is, I, maybe they, maybe they pulled from, maybe the creators pulled from Jung when they were. Probably. I mean, he, it's, a, it's been a very influential, uh, you know, philosophy, <laughs> theory. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's why I was just so surprised that you didn't <laughs> understand. <laughs> 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 I mean, if we're going to talk about 
the yearning man. <laughs> and the yearning we all go through. <laughs> the dark night of the soul. Uh, through the Shadowlands. All right, you know what? Here's the thing. Guys, Carl Young. Yeah. Projection. Why is it dangerous? Why is it used? Well, the thing of it is, is that it can, um, if you're, if you're used, the, the theory being is that somebody like Trump, he uses it, it, it he's not doing it on purpose. Like, he doesn't know, he, right, yeah. he, he doesn't yeah. know how to not use it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. People like, on his very team would I, appreciate if he stopped. <laughs> I, I think that's like Gina. I think that is a, probably an important distinction. Like, I think projection can be used as as a nefarious tool, mm-hmm. but it can also be subconscious. That's exactly yeah. right. And that, like, that is when we talk about the shadow realm. That is very much like. <clears throat> You know, we were talking about when you do something unconsciously or, like, when you're defensive and... But when somebody is trying to be self-aware, like, when we're trying and... Like, if if I act out defensively, which, by the way, is almost 99.9% of the time. But what I have to do is, like, wait a second, did they say something that maybe is a tiny bit true? Is that why I'm being defensive about it? Um, I don't like doing it, um, but usually it is true uh, to a, I mean, a very small degree. Just minuscule. <laughs> Again, yeah. I don't like doing it, but my therapist encourages me to do it. <laughs> and since I don't have a good history of making good decisions, I have to take take on the advice of professionals. Yeah. <laughs> an outside uh, non-biased observer right because yeah. my apparently my what I consider my fuck you I'm right approach to life has not worked out the way I'd hoped um, although I feel super confident about it still um, anyway <laughs> that's not the point the, so anyway what like Young would say is that if you feel like if you're starting to like oh why is everybody around me so critical or why are they so negative and it's like well, wait a second is that really the case or is there something about you that you need to look into yeah mm. like why is every fucking asshole that I see so fucking <laughs> <in my time? laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's, that's exactly right and yes. uh, why, why why does everybody fucking suck like yeah yeah what? well in your case and like yeah i mean everybody you know does suck other than us no i'm just kidding <laughs> like i don't think yeah. that i don't think everybody sucks no i'm joking no of course not i'm sorry that was a joke i'm sorry it was a yoke it was a bad yoke <laughs> She was yes yogi. We were just yogi. Listen, uh, <laughs> she was yes yogi. <laughs> that, that's the name of your comedy album coming out. Yes yogi. Yes yogi. Yes yogi. Ooh, another side project. <laughs> and yeah. other yogi and yokes. Okay. Um. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> no, but um, yeah. God, but the reason okay. that it's maladaptive in Trump and Trump's case is that he's like everybody's a criminal. Everybody <laughs> doesn't. Everybody get um, help from foreign leaders to sabotage elections. <laughs> it's like no, like everybody. <laughs> Everybody cheats in their business dealings. Yeah. Everybody swindles. Everybody sets up a fake college <laughs> with fake diploma. And didn't he do that? Like that whole, yeah. like, didn't he have like a fake college? <laughs> like Everybody's low IQ and, and low uh, energy <laughs> and fake news. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody parties with Epstein. Yeah, like everyone has a everyone has a, a tabloid safe, footage, a safe footage and a tabloid. of them urinating on a mattress. <laughs> Everybody. But yeah, it is totally weird because it's like, oh, stop being a baby about it. Everybody does it. It's like. I, did you just say stop making a baby Because <laughs> that's not what I meant. But it's like anytime somebody says... Like, but he is making a baby about well, it. Well, I mean, but like anytime somebody says something that would be like... It, that's like incredibly unethical. So it's like, well, you know, you really shouldn't accept information on people from <laughs> Russia or China. Or, and he's like, oh, stop being a baby. Everybody does it. And it's like... That's not yeah. true at all. This is how this is how it works, guys. <laughs> no, that's obviously how you think. Yeah, it's and he's like, on my, um, yeah, or like you know, or you know, uh, or you sell like huge apartments in Panama to people from Russia that you can't, and it's like, well, that's actually money laundering. I'll stop being a baby. Yeah. And grow up. Yeah. It's like, no, that's, that's so nice. That's like a, that's a crime. It's an international crime. Like that's not <laughs> not being a yeah. baby about it. <laughs> grow up. Oh god. Uh, yeah, grow up. <laughs> okay. So, um, oh, what I wanted to tell you about. So we were talking. Oh, Jade Helm. That's where we were. God, 20 yeah. minutes ago, and apparently okay. it was an exercise, like just a military exercise. Sure, sure, jumpy jacks. Secret okay. military exercise. <laughs> You're right. Um, and that was going to happen in Texas, where they were going to round up political dissidents. So this would be obviously like militias, etc., like a Waco type. But what it, right? But what yeah. it actually was, was just a military exercise. It was nothing. Right? Nothing was happening. But didn't they actually have troops like somewhere? Then they they didn't like tell the people of the town, and that may have. That's it, how the rumors got started. Well, the thing of it is, is that they they also believed that they were putting people in FEMA trailers. So it was like, yeah, yeah, no. But what I mean was like. So there was a normal military exercise, right? Right. That actually right. happened. Like it was a typical, we're doing this. Like training so for the, something. Right? Uh, right. And so the people, it, no? I don't know. They. It, it just says that there was 
or it was planned. There was a planned exercise. Well, apparently there was just a lot of military personal personnel around Bastrop, and nobody knew why. Okay. So I think you're right. Why? It was like somewhere so, around Austin, but there's like, like Waco, Fort Hood. Like there's a ton of places. That, there wasn't any explanation yeah. for it. There wasn't anything necessarily weird about it. You know, right. they just saw a lot of military personnel. So it. And so they they assumed that they were coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. For me. They were coming for you know people whoever. Who, didn't agree with the royal you so the dissidents (laughs) in this case were they were coming for your guns they were coming for militias and this is like right again this is like in central texas so there's like waco and you know there's a lot of people that were ready to be hopped up and greg abbott even said i've ordered the texas state guard to monitor jade helm 15 (laughs) To safeguard Texans' constitutional rights, private property, and civil liberty. (laughs) Fucking Abbott. He never misses a chance to just make people go even more balls-to-the-wall nutty. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, there was, like, again, there was some kind of... Yeah, it... Something was going on. Which is weird because aren't aren't they the ones that are like, well, I proudly stand up. You know, it's like save the truth. Yeah, but not if the, the not if the you know, you know head of the military we, is Obama, right? Barack right, Hussein but, Obama. No, right. That's when so, you have to take up arms. Right. So the military, <clears> like the guys <throat> in fatigues, they're clearly a threat, unless it's some. Um, imaginary fatigue man out of a song, you know, hope you get home safe, you know, like, like, it's like, it's weird, right? Yeah. And so the setup, so when the writer was talking about, she was like, I, she was having a hard time understanding, like, why would they believe this about Obama? Like, what is it that, yeah. What is it about him that would inspire that in anyone? Like, what has he ever done that would have them? Right. Hmm, I mean, I have a couple of ideas, but I mean. I, I mean, well, I mean, I know what we believe. But, the, you know, the other thing, and so it was, um, what ended up happening was, I don't know if you remember this or not, but it was during, um, uh, that it was during Trump's campaign and there was a reporter and she was a conservative reporter and she was trying to ask a question. I don't know if it was of Trump or somebody in his party and Corey Lewandowski actually like manhandled her out of the way. And it was like with such force that it actually like sort of bruised her. And it was like really kind of shocking to her. And she ended up like making a complaint about it. And everybody turned on her, and uh, they sort of turned on her, and they were sort of, like, trying to minimize minimize it. And it wasn't until that video of, like, Jim Acosta when they had... Yeah. Right, do, I don't know if you remember this, Anne. Do you know what I'm talking uh, about, Cezanne? I do. <clears throat> 
Yeah, no, I mean, I remember it. I don't know the details of it, but I, yeah, you're going to have to fill me uh, in on okay. the details. I, I, but I'm I just saying, yes, yes, off. this rings oh, okay. a bell. No. Um, but like, <clears throat> it was, um, he was asking a question and this uh, uh, younger woman went to take his microphone and he was just holding on to his microphone, but then they ended up like speeding up the footage to make it appear as if he had hit her. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh god. Yeah, so oh, they god. yeah, so they let it run regular like right. like real time. And right. then they sped it up at the end to make it look like he swatted at her. <laughs> yeah, right. When he was just moving his hand like normally. Right. Just yeah. like, oh, thank you. Thank you for this apple. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. But she was like, it really wasn't until that moment. And then, and having those two, like, sort of bookends where she was, where she finally understood was that the only way it made sense to her was that the reason that something like Jade Helm was possible to them, because it's something that they would do if they were in that position. Right. And the reason it seems so crazy to us is because that's not something that we would do in a position of power. Do you know what I mean? Like, the the progressives, you know, that's why it's like when you see, when you see like on social media what people attribute, like why the motives to what like progressives want to do with power, like, which is like, I guess, redistribute the wealth and. (laughs) You know, like bank yeah, take country. all your money, take all your guns. You know, and it right, right. Which, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but it's like, and have a hippie bonfire. <laughs> yeah, erase Christianity. Right, but it, get it. You know, it's like a, but the, you know, to the and what they were saying in the article was that, well, I guess what has been revealed is that they're just after power for power's sake and so the ends justify the means and so you know that they would think that that's something that that we would be behind putting people in camps or dissidents in camps like that yeah sure of course i mean considering now how we've reacted to camps Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's always it's worked out well. I mean, you know, the twentieth century was a was a great example of how um, detention camps didn't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. God. But crazy. The one good quote, and like, I'll let y'all, you know, see what you think about it. But it was like, obviously, this sort of. But on the left, they, you know, we believe in fairness and justice. So when we are accused of being unfair or unjust, we listen. And if we agree, we change our behavior. If we don't agree, we try to counter these accusations with facts and justification. The same cannot be said of conservatives. They don't listen. Like a psychopath, they're completely immune to rational or persuasion there is simply there is simply no chance of reasoning them into adopting different perspectives changing their minds or doing the right thing right like in the end all they want is power not power to do good just power for its own sake power power to enrich themselves at everyone else's expense 
in this way, Republicans have an advantage over Democrats because they are not hamstrung by conscience. Right. And, I, yeah. you know, I'm not saying, like, conservatives in general, but, like, the way that this Republican Party... The ones, like... Right. ...has been... And has been the, reacting because, you know, like, during Obama's, Obama's tenure and even now, to re, to respond to this kind of corruption just with absolute, just abject neglect, you know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know like, when you're like, can like, we just yeah. at least make sure that, you know, that, that people aren't interfering with the elections, and it's like... No. That's not going to yeah. work for you us. You know what? Yeah. Stop, being, stop, stop being a baby. Yeah, it's stop what being people, a It's what baby. you do. Stop being baby. That's how, that's how it works. This is politics. Yeah. What I, I think the is most necessary that needs to be reflected here is that it, they're acting like, oh, there's, you know, nobody can get along. And I was like, that's not true. I mean, what? Oh, what? How bad? Yeah. Well, it's, it's this illusion of, 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 of uh, objectivity. Like, well, yeah. you know, let's just be objective and, that is where, like, the projection makes me... That That is where it's working so well, is that by saying that, uh, you know, that we have, like, a liberal media, that they are so terrified by making that, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy and by looking like that they... Uh-huh. That they won't actually say, you know... All, they, they'll report <clears throat> that there's voter suppression and that there's lines down the street and that they're asking these questions on the census and all of these sort of things. But I'm like, right, but who's responsible for that? You know, right. there's only one, yeah. there's only yes. one party doing all of that, you know? Right. It's inc- exactly. And it's also incredibly undemocratic. It's also incredibly undemocratic that they're not releasing any documents for this trial, that they're not allowing any witnesses. Right. I mean, if this was a if this was a Democrat doing this, do you think we would ever hear the fucking end of it? You know they have like eight Benghazi trials? I'm like, are we living in crazy town? <laughs> you know, it's like, the, the, I think that what like, drives me crazy about it is like having like been raised conservative and having to listen to all the bullshit through all the Clinton shit. <laughs> And I'm like, not a fucking peep out of you guys. Right. It's like, I mean. They're fine with it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so hypocritical. No, no, absolutely. This is just me being personal. Like, the pod was over like 10 minutes ago. I mean, this is just me like (laughs) dialing out. um, Because I'm like hyped on the roids. But I, it's like, I mean, I knew that they were being hypocrites about it. But it was like. Why did you have to make us so miserable for all this time? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I, like yeah. whoever, whoever is our next president, and I just, I swear to Christ, I hope it's a Democrat, but, like, I don't want to hear a goddamn Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I just, yeah. like, they have gone so far over the edge of... <laughs> <laughs> what could even be have ever been conceived as acceptable right and i cannot imagine that this this is what i was thinking of too it's like 
my God, if a Democrat wins, what are they going to be able to say about them? Like, that's not going to be seem laughable. You know, right. what are yeah. they going to be able to lobby at them? That's not going to just be like, oh, really? <laughs> Look, uh. there are a lot <laughs> of things, a lot of shadow sins about American life that we need to address. Right. You know, yeah. a lot of things that we've been. Oh, there was even there was a, even a biblical quote because we've been having. Um, you know how I love to bring up biblical quotes that makes everybody upset. <laughs> but they said one of the yeah. first instances of projection yeah. was the uh, Bible quote about don't speak about the splinter in, in your neighbor's eye when you have a plank in your oh. own. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, that's it a good one. Right. Right. Yeah. But that one, no, you know what? I do understand that one. <laughs> that one's better than the than the um, the hot. Cold. I'm gonna set myself on fire. Well, you know what's funny is that um, this is true. I actually talked to my friend who went to seminary, and she said that um, she talked to her because I was like, "Am I am I crazy for this one?" I says, and she says, "No." That she talked to her friend that was um, had gone to rabbinical school, and that apparently in the Old Ooh. Testament it doesn't really matter as much why you do the right thing as long as you do the right thing. Right, right. Okay, that, that, I get it. That's more of a New Testament thing, that you that you do the right thing for the right reasons. And gotcha. So if you want to do the right thing just so that you can be like a self-righteous like... Ew. Well, so that's kind of that's an okay. ego-driven but thing. But when I talked to my therapist, she said well, that's kind of like cognitive behavioral therapy, because you don't because yeah. if you haven't gotten to the point yet where you can, you know, you behave yeah. your way to becoming a better person. Do the steps. Yeah. Fake it till yeah. you make right. it. So I, yeah. I don't know if that helps our listeners there. And again, Bible study slash comedy slash political science podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, winner, winner. Um, didn't, didn't think we would get into um, so much biblical rabbinical study here at Axelon. But, uh, no, but uh, just to say, it's been around for a while. But I do think that part of like, what we'll have to do moving forward is, number one, we have to address the original sins of our country, which is very obviously right. the, uh, power, the power injustices of uh, racism. Sexism. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the longer we ignore that, the like the, the cancer at the heart of this country is going to be... Yeah. Just eat away at us, right? <clears throat> right, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. For sure. And um, Oh, I'm 100% on board with that statement. Number two, statement. almost maybe even more importantly, legalize it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> But also, for sure, legalize it. Mama needs her medicine. That's not, not, stop funking around. Um, but also, yeah, but again, like I said, just wanted to, you know, look, just take a look at it, take our power back, understand it. Yeah. You know? I think I feel yeah. good about it. Do we? How do we feel? How do you feel, Ian? I feel yeah. Is there, is feel there anything you need to say that maybe because of 
the amount of steroids I'm on. I didn't give you a chance because I was yelling. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it, you know what? It's a new year. It's only January. <laughs> Anything is possible. It's just now January. <laughs> Axelpod at Gmail. That's straight up, and she's gonna check it. She checks it every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're also at on Twitter. Again, we're so busy, guys. We can't get enough of you. Thank you so much for your unending support. Um, if it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, it's because I'm laying it on real thick. Um, Axelpod, your mother's house. Axelpod, um, Instagram, <laughs> on Instagram, and uh, oh, we also have a Facebook page, which people have sneakily been looking at. I'm super into it. Thank you. You can leave comments. Oh, sneakily. Little snoopers. Little snoopers. Well, some little snoopers. Little incognito snooper Listen, poopers. You little sneaky peeks. They don't say nothing. They don't like the pace. They just won't take me to live. She won't let me take me to live. Dude, baby, she put a little pick on there. <laughs> a little pick on there. Give a little something to look at. Ooh, we cheeky little peekers. So we put stuff on there. Put a little article or stuff. You get involved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I have some engagement. I'll put, yeah, I'll put some on there worth the paint. Or <laughs> <laughs> your little comic strip or me. <laughs> give them something to peep I'll at. Give you some. <laughs> Golly jeepers, I preach your peepers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky little peepers. Oh, God. God, peepers. I appreciate your peepers. Hey, take a little cheeky little peep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see you. I see you. All right. I'll put a little something on there just for you. Um, All right. Well, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, mention Russia because I keep getting advertisements for <laughs> if I want to learn the Russian language and I <laughs> <laughs> that is unsightly. I totally get it and maybe I do anyway <laughs> yeah you could read the KGB documents in their original language yeah you know I thought about it and anyway yeah I would do I'm yeah. into it but um, all right, so we're all cool. It was again, as always, yeah. such a pleasure. Um, it was a dang it was pleasure. a ple- it was young and <laughs> lovely. <laughs> are we are we stopping recording? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We say good night. I just want to know if I need to say good night now. Uh, you know what, buddy? <laughs> I hate you. I think you did, Anne. I'm done. I think you did. I'm I'm done.